Hey, this is Rodney Gage. I'm the pastor of Rethink Life Church in Orlando, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out today. I hope it encourages and inspires you to live with a new perspective, make better choices, and have a greater impact with your life. Here's today's message. All that it entails, and we want to say a special welcome to those that are watching us online Hey, church family, do me a favor and give those that are watching a round of applause today and welcome them into our worship experience. And uh, sorry about that, I didn't have my mic turned on, I was so excited. But hey, I just wanted to say that if you have not had the opportunity to sign up uh, for our marriage event coming up in March, please make today a priority. And men, I'm just saying this after 30 years of marriage, okay? You will do yourself a huge favor by signing up you and your wife, taking the initiative to sign up you and your wife today. And so let me just encourage you. It's going to be an incredible night. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great way to meet other people and connect uh, in that way. And just a night of hope and encouragement, a lot of how-tos. And uh, we know that you're going to be greatly, greatly blessed. So you can go online. You can sign up there on our website at RethinkLife.com. And uh, also, I'm super excited because of what God has done uh, really just through the life of our church. And uh, last weekend was uh, what we call our welcome party. And every first Sunday of the month, we do something called, called a welcome party. And it's a great way for us just to welcome people into the community, those who are new to our community, our city, obviously those who are new to the community of our, of our church family. And so uh, we had an amazing time last week. And if you are new, maybe you haven't had the opportunity to connect with us and you'd like to learn more about uh, everything going on in the life of our church and uh, maybe how you can get connected and grow in your faith and connect relationally with other people. Make it a, make it a point to sign up and be a part of our, uh, of our welcome party on the first Sunday of next month. It's going to be an amazing time. Well, as you can see, I'm wearing the right team shirt. The right team shirt. That's, that's, I, I tell you, you know what's amazing to me? When I walked in this morning, I thought I was going to be a Lone Ranger. Man, I thought everybody's going to be staring at me, looking at me like I had lost my mind. But you know, there's power numbers. Can I get an amen? And then one by one, I just started seeing one cowboy fan after another cowboy fan. And I believe that miracles still can take place. Amen? And so we're standing firm in hope and in faith and uh, believing God for a miracle. One day the Cowboys will eventually make it to another Super Bowl. <laughs> but anyway, well, listen, today is Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, you know, it's interesting. We are in the middle of a series uh, called The Habits of Happiness. We kicked it off uh, right here at the beginning of the new calendar year. We're going verse by verse through the book of Philippians. And uh, I thought today it would be fitting to take a pause. We're still going to be unpacking some things from the book of Philippians. But one of the things that I've done is I uh, tried to take what God has been showing me and teaching me through this book, which is a, an amazing, phenomenal book. I love the book of Philippians. And it's all about joy. It's all about how we can find our true happiness, our true source of joy in Christ Jesus. But you know, one of the things that today also marks, it marks the one year anniversary. In other words, exactly one year ago 
today we started meeting back in person as a result of uh, the school opening back up to us. And um, I am so thankful because a year ago today we have been able to meet back together as a church after not meeting, listen to this, for an entire year. So we didn't have church in person for an entire year. And so let's give God a little shout out of praise. And man, I just want to say thank God for uh, what we've overcome and what we've endured. And, uh, and it's amazing to me because when we did get the notice from the school, really from Orange County Public Schools, that they were going to open up their facilities once again for uh, you know, rentals and for churches, those who uh, use the schools on the weekends, uh, we were so excited. But quite frankly, we didn't know if anybody would still show up because, you know, people were still uh, uncertain. A lot of people were very apprehensive about coming back together. And even though there were a lot of uh, restrictions that had been placed on us uh, as we started meeting back together, and also they had placed um, a limitation, a cap, as to how many people we could actually have meet together in one person, we still had 132 people that came together on that first Sunday back after not having church for over Right, right out of year, I should say. And it's been amazing. We've been rebuilding God's church. Amen. One person at a time. And uh, I am uh, going to share something with you today that I think you'll find greatly encouraging. Because uh, even though I'm wearing a football jersey, uh, representing the fact that uh, we... Um, you know, we, we are having a football game known as the Super Bowl later on tonight. The biggest, I guess, sporting event, one of the biggest sporting events in the world. And so a lot of people, you know, they're going to be tuned in and watching and uh, being a part of all the, the festivities surrounding that. But at the same time, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Just a hint, guys, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to throw you a bone here, all right? So get signed up for the marriage event. Make sure you, you get it on your radar, all right? Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. So anyway, so I'm kind of having these, you know, mixed emotions where we're celebrating a year from being able to meet back in person. We're also celebrating, you know, a football game, if you want to call it that. And we're also celebrating love. We're celebrating Valentine's Day. So today's message is going to be a little odd in the sense that, you know, I'm going to be speaking to you from a coach's perspective with a love letter. Y'all good with that? So with that, just pray for me that you don't walk out of here confused. But you'll walk out of here inspired, more in love with Jesus, more in love with people, more in love with sharing the hope of Jesus than ever before. And so today what I want to do is share with you some things that I think you'll find greatly encouraging. Um, I'm pleased to report that currently we are at 65% of what our worship, what our in-person attendance was um, on March 8th of 2020. That was the last Sunday we were able to meet in person. So to fast forward a year later, you know, here we are uh, at 65% of what we were actually having on any given Sunday um, prior to uh, March 8th. And, and what's interesting is that most churches are report, reporting on a national scale. Most churches are reporting anywhere from 50 to 60% of their attendance in terms of pre-COVID, of what they were running prior to the pandemic. And so God has been faithful. God has been doing some amazing things. And I want to share with you the reason why all of this matters. 
The reason why all of this matters is because we, as a body of Christ, we as a local church, we're in the people business. Would you agree with that? We're in the people business. And what we need to understand is that behind every number represents a person. And behind every person is a name that greatly matters to God, that greatly matters to us. It's a person, it's a name, somebody that Jesus died for. And today we're celebrating the fact that God has used the people of Rethink Life to overcome tremendous obstacles, a lot of setbacks, a lot of challenges. But through it all, God has been faithful and we have seen God move in an incredible, incredible way. And the reason why this is all fitting for where we are right here in really the half waypoint of our series through the book of Philippians, kind of like a halftime, if you will. One of the things that I wanted to remind you of is that the Apostle Paul was in a Roman prison cell when he was writing this letter. It was a thank you letter to the people of Philippi. It was a, a group of people, a, a spiritual body of believers that uh, God used the Apostle Paul to help really kind of get uh, up and running. He helped establish that church. And so he invested so much in them. Of course, he not only poured himself into them spiritually, but on a relational level, they had a very close affection and bond with one another. Well, they were very generous in the fact that they helped financially support the missionary journeys that Paul the Apostle took. And it was his dream, it was his vision to eventually make it to Rome. Because that was the, that was the, the most influential, most powerful place in all of the world at the time. And he wanted to go and be able to help preach the gospel both to the Jews and to the Gentiles. And, and here he was finally getting to that place. And after he arrived in Rome, he got arrested for preaching the gospel. And so here he is in a prison cell. He's chained to a prison guard. They literally have a rotation of guards coming in 24-7. And the Apostle Paul, which is staggering to me, literally wrote about two-thirds of the entire New Testament while he was in a prison. But he also wrote this amazing thank you letter to a group of people there in Philippi, this little city outside of Greece. And he basically wanted them to know how much he loved them and how grateful and how appreciative he was because of all that they did to help financially support him. And so they sent a man by the name of Epaphroditus to go and to literally physically take this special offering to the Apostle Paul. And he was overwhelmed with gratitude. And not only did Epaphroditus have to overcome a lot of obstacles and setbacks, but by the grace of God, he made it to the destination and was able to deliver this special offering to Paul. And Paul wrote this letter and he wanted his, his friends, his fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, to really know his heart of his joy and his gratitude towards them. And there are three specific things that the Apostle Paul kind of pointed out in this letter. And as I observed that and began to notice that in preparation for today, I thought to myself, the three things the Apostle Paul is describing, the things that he says that he's feeling towards the people there in Philippi, are the exact same three things that I'm feeling toward you as your pastor, as your friend. And so today I just want you to hear my heart for a moment. I want you to hear from a love letter that the Apostle Paul wrote. In many ways, it's a, it's a heart of love. It's a heart of gratitude that I have. I know my wife Michelle and I have. 
for every single one of you. My prayer today is that, again, you'll walk out of here inspired. You'll walk out of here renewed in your spirit. You'll walk out of here today having your faith built up, knowing that we serve a good God. We serve a big God. We serve a God who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could think or even imagine. So we serve a faithful God. God has not only been faithful, He is faithful, and He's going to continue to be faithful. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 3, here's what the Apostle Paul said. Literally right off the pen, he stroked this statement. He said, every time I think of you, he said, I give thanks to my God. Now think about that. Every time the people of Philippi Philippi popped into his mind, every time his mind shifted to those people, to that situation, to all that he invested, to the relationships of the people, to the man Epaphroditus who came was once again just that visual, tangible reminder of all that they had experienced together. He said, every time my mind thinks about you, I give thanks to my God. And there are three things that he emphasized, and the first is this. He said, I want to say thank you because of your selfless service. It's interesting, the Apostle Paul, he wanted the people to understand how much he appreciated their their amazing service that they demonstrated, how they served him and how they served God by serving each other. And he was so encouraged and inspired by that. And I think it's important that we understand where Paul, the apostle, was coming from. In fact, in verse 17 in Philippians 2, he said it this way. He said, but I, but I will rejoice even if I lose my life. Now, don't forget, he, he didn't know his fate. He didn't know whether he was going to live or whether he was going to be executed. He was going to die. He said, but I will rejoice even if I lose my life pouring it out like a liquid offering to God. Just like your faithful service is an offering to God. And I want you all to share in that joy. You know, it's interesting to me that here the Apostle Paul is emphasizing the fact that he was giving his life through selfless service to the Lord. Like a liquid offering offering, pouring himself out time and time again. And I have watched over the last two years through this pandemic the selfless service of the people of Rethink Life Church. In countless ways, behind scenes, even when we were unable to physically meet as a church, pouring themselves out like a liquid offering. And because of that, I want us all to share in the joy of what God has done in the last two years you the people of rethink life have helped serve over 12,000 meals to essential health care workers and to individuals through our ministry partners such as second harvest food bank and street straight street orlando it's been amazing to know that through the countless hours of service people who have gone to the streets, people who have like meals on wheels, who have helped deliver meals to those who are in the front lines, on the front lines, when 
you know, we were at the peak of the pandemic and we were able to serve those who were in the essential workplaces. We were able to serve those who were under tremendous risk, even for their own physical health and well-being. Those who were under-resourced and even on the streets, we as a church were able to provide help and hope to so many people. We also joined over 1,000 churches for National Serve Day over the last two years, over the last two summers specifically, that helped serve our community. It's awesome to know that just like a small army going out into the community, wearing our Life Lifter shirts and going out to help meet needs and doing things such as you know, um, going into the community, helping mow yards and, and helping restock. In fact, did you know that we literally restocked for an entire year the Lion's Den Food Pantry right here at Lake Nona High School? We were able to give uh, clothing resources and, and hi, uh, household goods and items to the under-resourced families here in our community. It's amazing to see what God has done through the selfless service. And not just through going out into the community, which is what it's all about, but it's also just serving the needs of our church. On any given Sunday, we have approximately about 30 dream teamers that selflessly serve each of us in so many different ways. We have people right now as we are gathered in here that are serving the next generation in our children's ministry. I'm so thankful for the, the individuals who got up early this morning in the rain, who met here around 645 just so that they could help set up and so that we could, as a portable church, be able to have church turn a, a schoolhouse into the house of God. Amen? Aren't you thankful for that? Aren't you thankful for those who selflessly serve? People who got up this morning, who, who literally came to make coffee for those who are putting refreshments out just to create an atmosphere of hospitality. Listen, it's not something that we have to do. It's something we get to do. As a matter of fact, did you know that I believe with all of my heart that hospitality is one of the greatest spiritual gifts when it comes to winning the hearts of those who have yet to be convinced about the gospel of Jesus Christ. But when we are able to serve and we're able to extend the, the heart of hospitality to those in need, it's incredible how God uses that. And I'm so thankful for our host teams. I'm so thankful for our load-in and our load-out teams, for our production teams, for our Life Kids ministry. I mean, I could go on and on and on. I'm thankful for those who are watching us right now live. I'm thankful for those who are literally typing in the chat boxes, literally as volunteers on our online dream team that are connecting and engaging with the people who are watching online. Come on, let's give them a little shout out today because they may not be in here, but guess what? Through their selfless service, they are making an eternal difference in the lives of people. You're talking about sharing the joy as Paul emphasized he said man I just as we pour ourselves out like a liquid offering I want us to understand that when we serve people we're serving God when we're serving people we're worshiping God and when we serve the needs of others listen we have the joy in sharing the goodness of our God as God gives the increase and in lives are being changed 
interesting to me is that when they've been, been able to, to see, even through the pandemic, of not even being able to meet for an entire year, this is what it's all about. We have recorded and we have people who have raised their hands and those who have turned in connection cards both in person and online. We've had three, over 350 people who have raised their hand or filled out connection cards online that said, count me in. I just prayed the prayer of salvation and asked Jesus Christ into my heart. And so... Men and women, that's why we get to share in the joy. It's why we do what we do. As I stated, we are in the people business. Every person has a name, and every name matters to God, and every name matters to us. So Paul said, hey, I thank God. Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God for your selfless service. But also, there's a second thing, and that is he thanked God for the people of Philippi because of their strategic witness. I love that. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 5, he said, For you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. You know, it's interesting to me is that, you know, the people of Philippi, they, they helped partner with the Apostle Paul to help through his missionary journeys to go and to help spread the gospel. You know, when COVID happened, when we were literally forced to shut down and we didn't have a place to meet being portable, and so we didn't know how long it was going to last, but here's what it did force us to do. And not only did it force us, it literally forced churches all around the world to think outside the box when it came to how to do church. And I'll never forget Having Easter online, we broadcast Easter from my living room. And yet at the same time, saw thousands of people connect with us on that specific Easter Sunday. The first Easter right after the pandemic took place. It's amazing through all of that, we've been able to see God do some amazing things. And I think if anything, what stood out to us is just the impact and the opportunity, the strategic opportunity that being online has afforded us to be able to do and I'm thankful that even during that time people sacrificially gave who now are benefiting because we are able to live stream from Lake Nona High School which is something we've never been able to do since we've been meeting here on this campus and now we're able to reach more people because of that than ever before and what's awesome is the I guess the word hybrid has been, you know, something in my mind that in so many pastors that I've talked with, and we've been in strategic think tanks and roundtables, you know, discussing the future of the church, and, you know, because obviously the pandemic has changed a lot of things, and I think if anything, there's a lot of good, even though there's been a lot of heartache and a lot of loss and unfortunate circumstances that we've all had to overcome and endure, so much pain has been experienced over the last two years. But you know what? God has a way of turning all things for the good. God has a way of taking the bad and even through our ashes can turn something into greater beauty. 
And I've seen God take of these last two years. And I've seen God do something in my own heart. I've seen God expand the vision of what could be and what should be when it comes to leveraging the tool and the miracle of technology to reach more and more people than ever before. And so let me share with you a couple of things that we've been able to experience and a lot of things that we are actually putting into place even as we speak now on the front end of 2022 because of the things that we've learned. The number one response that we get, for example, when we have our welcome party and we ask people how they learned about Rethink Life Church, the number one way that people say that they learned about our church you ready for this they say we googled it i love that because people are living online they're living literally with a cell phone in the palm of their hand and here's what i want to share with you this is pretty cool this is pretty staggering this month alone on google we've had 6.35 thousand views that's just people who are searching for our church or people who are, 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 are looking on a map, listing on maps. And as a result, they have found a church like ours because people are moving into our city, moving into our community, literally by the thousands each and every week. And here's what's interesting, and this is also so encouraging, is that those who have found us online, many have come to experience Rethink Life Church either in person or online, and have taken part of one of our services. Because, once again, of the miracle and the tool of technology. We currently have a five-star rating on Google. Can I get a shout of praise on that? So, the reason why that's important, because all it takes is for one person to you know, what they call trolls that can come along and kind of sabotage that. And that's why it's so important for you to rate and review and go online and, and, and rate it and review it and share a testimony. Take a picture. Take a picture and post it online. Post it on Facebook. Post it. Why? Because every single time that happens, it pushes us out to more and more people so that more and more eyes and more and more ears can see, can hear, and experience what God is doing through Rethink Life Church. To date, we have 1,693 Instagram followers. And so if you don't follow us on Instagram, I'm just saying, you need to get with the program. Can I get an amen? <laughs> Gabrielle, our social media strategist, is back there in the, the back. She's saying, come on, come on, preacher, preach, because that's what I'm talking about. No, seriously, I, you need to follow us on Instagram. Listen to this. We have... 3,551 likes on our Facebook page, and we have 3,744 who follow our Facebook page. And I just want to, once again, want to encourage you, for those of you who are Facebook junkies, okay? <laughs> Listen, we need to wheel it, deal it, say it, spray it, do everything you can to get the word out that Jesus is alive and God is on the move through Rethink Life Church. And so what an opportunity. This is all free. You get to do this for free. We don't have to pay for these platforms because these are opportunities that we are leveraging. This is a strategic 
witness for us as a church. We have 175 episodes on our Rethink Life podcast, which once again has a five-star rating. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being the strategic witnesses and testimonies of what God is doing in and through our amazing church. And so Paul once again said, he said, I want to say thank you because it is through your partnership that you've been able to help together collectively spread the good news of Jesus Christ. This is not on the screen. God put this on my heart this morning. In Matthew 5 verses 14 through 16. You are the light of the world like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Jesus said, instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Man, that is exactly what we are trying to do as a church. They're our strategic witness. Listen, we don't want to keep everything that we're doing. We don't want to hide it under a bushel. No, 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 no. We want to put it all out on the stand. Not for our glory, but for His glory to tell people about the hope that they desperately need through Jesus Christ. And so the more we share, the more that we encourage, the more that we are partnering together collectively, I'm telling you, we can reach more and more people with the message of Jesus Christ. And this is the reason why we did, at the end of the year, something known as our Imagine 2022 special offering. And in one of the visions that we had for that was to expand our outreach through the digital media and digital outreach. And so we're wanting to be more intentional, more strategic with what we do and with how we do it when it comes to reaching more and more people. One of the things that I would just want to remind you of is that there are over a thousand people that are moving to Orlando every single week. Orlando is the most postmodern city in the southeastern region of the United States. You say, what does that mean? That simply means that generationally, we have more unchurched people in this city than perhaps any other city in the country, especially right here in the southeastern region. Only 6% living in Metro Orlando is actively involved in a Protestant evangelical church. And within a 10-mile radius right here in Lake Nona, listen to this, there are approximately 505,000 people. And by year 2027, they are projecting 566,000 people that will be living right here within a 10-mile radius of Lake Nona. And so I'm just saying the need has never been greater. The opportunity has never been greater. And one of the things that God has put upon my heart is we are taking our church into the community strategically. One of the things that, you know, we're going to be doing a lot more this year, just like the marriage event that we're doing in March. Another thing that we're going to be doing as a follow-up strategy from that is we're going to be doing a community event designed for couples and for parents and for the cor corporate uh, business community at the Lake Nona Performance Center. 
And we're going to have the opportunity, once again, through the digital efforts of reaching out to our community, inviting them to a neutral site, meeting their needs, and speaking life, and speaking hope, and giving them help, and how-tos on building relationships, and building strong, healthy, life-giving families. And I'm telling you, through it all, what we are desiring to do is leverage those bridge-building opportunities into the community and through strategic partnerships and being able to introduce Rethink Life as an ongoing place of hope and help and support to minister and to meet the needs of their families, to those who are parents raising their children, and obviously to men and women who are needing a lot of help and hope in their marriage relationships. And so, God be the glory. God is doing some amazing things. In Acts 1-8, here's what Jesus said. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and then to the ends of the earth. Do you realize that right now, listen, we have a greater opportunity than ever before in the history of our nation to take the gospel literally to the entire world because of technology. And so what an opportunity, what a great way for us to be living right now in a time such as this, to be a strategic witness The third thing that Paul emphasized as he was writing this this letter of gratitude to the people of Philippi, he said, not only do I want to thank you for your selfless service and for your strategic witness, he said, but I also want to thank you for your sacrificial generosity. And, And that was really the whole motivation behind the letter that Paul wrote. And he said in verses 15 through 17 of Philippians 4, he said, for I want you to know that the Philippian church was the only church that that supported me in the beginning as I went out to preach the gospel. He said, you were the only church that sowed into me financially. And when I was in Thessalonica, you supported me for well over a year. He said, I mentioned this not because I'm requesting a gift, but so that the fruit of your generosity may bring you an abundant reward. Paul is basically saying, it is because of your sacrificial generosity that has enabled me to do what I have been able to do to spread the gospel. But because of your sacrificial generosity of sowing and investing in what I have done, you, those who are sowing and investing, are going to reap the greater eternal reward because of your generosity. And you know, that is God's plan. That is his strategic plan to help advance the gospel. God uses people like you and me to partner with him as we partner with each other. And collectively, as we sacrificially give, here's what we're able to do. We're able to go places that some of us will never be able to go. We're able to impact people's lives because of what we're able to do through our sacrificial giving because we can come alongside and we can partner with other organizations such as Samaritan's Purse. Did you know this past year we were able to give over $66,000 to help relief efforts, to help with the pandemic, and to help spread the gospel through the missionaries that we help support locally, nationally, and globally through our strategic ministry partners. To God be the glory. We were able to do that because of your sacrificial generosity. And as I shared a few moments ago, 
You know, we ended our year with a year-end challenge for people to, you know, come together and pray about, you know, helping us with our future. You know, everything that I'm talking about, we can do, obviously, without a building. But at the same time, we need a place. We need a place that we can call home here at Rethink Life Church. And not only do we need a place, but we need a platform through the place that God wants to use as a tool to reach even more people more effectively because of the tools that we'll be able to have in a permanent place. We had this past Christmas through the sacrificial generosity I had shared with the church family by the end of this calendar year of 2022 it was our prayer it was our goal to raise a half a million dollars over and above our regular tithe our weekly giving to raise a half a million dollars over and above that by the end of this year to go towards three things and one of those things is obviously through the digital outreach I just mentioned a few moments ago through the community outreaches, through our in-person and online events that I just mentioned a few moments ago, such as the marriage and the family and the parenting events that we're wanting to do throughout the community. But the third piece of that is to secure a place, a piece of property that we can call home and begin building our future. Now, I realize I had a guy who uh, had lunch with me here recently, and he said, you realize a half a million bucks is not enough money? I said, I know that. <laughs> It's going to take a whole lot more than a half a million bucks. I said, at the same time, what a half a million dollars will allow us to do, it will position us better than where we are today. And what that allows us to do is to go to a quick closing when opportunity knocks. Well, I just want to share with you as a church that opportunity is knocking. And we have about four situations right now that we are in serious conversations with. I have a very important meeting this Thursday, and one of the parcels of property that we have been in ongoing conversations with for nearly a year, I have a four o'clock phone conversation with them today. And one of the things that I believe that God is doing, he is positioning us, and what we want to be able to do as a church is we want to be able to capitalize as opportunity presents itself. And the time is great. I'm working with one of the most, probably one of the most prominent brokers in all of Central Florida, probably in the entire state. He's been a very, very dear friend of mine. And he is highly recommending to us as a church to capitalize on a parcel of land that he feels like is very strategic for us. But here's the problem. The problem is, is that we're not ready to capitalize. And so we're praying. we got to be intentional. And we need to be faithful and we need to be persistent and consistent in our ability to go above and beyond. Because listen, the pace of our vision is 100% dependent upon the pace of our generosity. So just to put it in perspective, we had $57,500 pledged and we have had to date 40680 $40,680 of that $57,000 pledge that has actually been received. We have several hundred thousand dollars more to go between now and the end of the year. So I'm saying all of that to say, 
I want to challenge you to do three things as we close today. I want to challenge you, number one, is to take a step. I want to challenge you to take a step. You say, what do you mean, take a step? Well, for some of you, that's a spiritual step you need to take. For some of you, you need to take a spiritual step to maybe get baptized next Sunday. We're going to be baptizing out in the courtyard. Maybe that is a, that is a first next spiritual step in your spiritual journey is to take your faith public through water baptism. For others of you, maybe your spiritual next step is to be a part of what we call our Jumpstart class. It's an one-hour online class that I have recorded, and we walk through the foundations of your faith to help you build on a solid, firm foundation. And there's a place where you can connect through our church partnership as a local church as a result of attending that one-hour Jumpstart online class. For some of you, maybe your next step is to begin, you know, connecting with a small group. You know what was so awesome? Um, I received a, a, a note the other day from a friend who's a part of a small group. And he said, Rodney, we had an amazing, amazing life group tonight. And uh, he said, we had the opportunity, check this out. He said, we had the opportunity to lead a person who came to our group tonight to Jesus Christ and he said you know how he found our group I said no he said he found our group because he found us online he said he hasn't even been to the church yet but he came to our small group and because of the conversation and because of the connections that were made conversations led to one thing to another and they were able to lead this individual to Jesus Christ isn't that awesome to God be the glory so maybe your next step, maybe your next step, you know, is to begin the growth journey in your life. For some of you, maybe that next step is to start tithing. You know, it's just to start giving. And I just can't overemphasize to you enough to take God for His Word. If you'll just be faithful in the little things, if you'll just be obedient to what God has already commanded us, and, commanded us and, and instructed us to do, if we'll just be faithful and obedient to do God's will and to honor Him with that, I promise you, it's amazing what God will do. I believe God's protection, His provision, His presence will be greater in your life than you can possibly even articulate. It's true. So I want to encourage you to take a step. Second thing I'm going to challenge you to do is to join a team. To join a team. Those teams that I referenced a few moments ago, I would encourage you to pray about joining a team because that team can become like a small group. That team can be a band of brothers and sisters that you're just doing life with, but at the same time you're making a difference with. I would encourage you to join a team. You can do that by simply going to our welcome party or going out to the host team and say, hey, I want to join a team and we'll connect with you. And then the last thing is this. We want to encourage you to take a step, join a team, and invite a friend. Invite a friend. All the strategic digital stuff, that's great. We all need to do that. We all need to partner together and be intentional with that. But you know what? Nothing takes the place. Nothing takes the place. Then, hey, come and see. Come in here. Come check, check, come check it out. Come see what God is doing. Be my guest. Come with me. Hey, we'll go together. Hey, we'll go to lunch afterwards. You know, it's amazing when we reach out to people and say, would you be willing to come? Can we go together? Would you be my guest? 
It's amazing how many people will take you up on that. So let's all be intentional about taking a step, joining a team, and inviting a friend. Taking a step, joining a team, inviting a friend. Taking a step, joining a team, and inviting a, inviting a friend. Amen? Let's bow our heads together in prayer. 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 Well, thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, it would mean a great deal to us if you would consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. You can click on the share button, take a screenshot, and share it on your social stories. And be sure to tag us at Rethink Life Church. To learn more about our church, check out RethinkLife.com. Until next time, hey, we love you and believe the best is yet to come in your life.